Hi everyone. So today Sue and I want to talk about how do we keep our vibration high while we are standing in our truth. Enjoy! How do we stand in our authentic truth while our while we're navigating the truth community, right? The truth yeah. community. Yeah. How do we stay our vibration high? Because we are like you know spiritual people, right? So yeah. Do how how are you dealing with this? Well, you know, I, I go in between um, vibrations. Uh, you know, sometimes I'm resonating really high and, uh, and I feel that in here. Uh-huh. And then other times, um, you know, when I'm in the truth or community and I'm trying to tap into the heartbeat of what's going on or what's new, um, I find that I can lower my vibration. Say I'm on social media and I read something or I hear something new. And um, so I'm finding that I have to pay special attention to this heart center and this internal state mm. to determine whether or not I, I feel that that's my truth. So in other words, if, um, if I happen onto something and I start feeling a lot of fear building, just listening to it, mm. I know that that is not my truth. That's my body telling me, that's my spirit telling me that what I'm listening to is fear-based. And so I wanna take what I can from it, if anything, you know, they, they, there might be some truths in there intermixed with some fear. So I recognize, I recognize that the person preventing, providing this information has their own filter. So they might be in a little bit of fear too, right? I don't want to jump on that train. I want to stay in my sovereignty and say, okay, so maybe some of this applies to me. And I believe, you know, this statistic or this new news that came out and, but the rest of it around it is fear-based thinking and I don't want that in my vibration so I'm going to disconnect from that I'm going to just discard that part of it so take what you can keep and use and what's beneficial to you and let go of the rest and I think that's how I stay in my sovereignty how how is it going for you Erica um yeah I think that's a good idea I mean I started doing my investigation like I think three years ago, and I did I did that solid three months. Then I kind of realized, you know, if you are keeping in that investigation after you find out about everything, you can. Um, your vibration is not, you know, high. My guide are saying, okay, you know the truth now, and you can get out now. And then now, you know, because of a lot of stuff is going on, you kind of, you know, we kind of experience the truth is coming out little by little in reality right not like a satanic sra thing or child trafficking thing that is not lie it's happening and then when you look at the statistics of the president team is arresting that is you know actually happening it's not the makeup news or anything and then how do we deal with when we you know, lead that kind of facts and then your vibration goes down and then 
you know, that's what we want to talk about, you know, or mm -hmm. something fishy is going on, like out there, like right now, you, you guys know what we are talking about. And then uh, people are not going to reveal, they, they don't really show any kind of transparency. And how are we going to deal with that? How, yeah. how do you deal with that, Sue? Well, um, first of all, I like what you said, and I've gotten similar guidance where uh, once you realize the truth of something, like it, it becomes your knowledge, you say, okay, I know this is really, so you accept, okay, this is happening. You know, my guides have said the same thing, which is like, okay, now you remember, now you're aware, get out of it, don't stay in that vibration. So after I watched, um, what is it, the fall of the cabal on, and it was on YouTube and then it was taken off and then it was on BitChute. It's like this 13 part description of the history of the cabal. Um, my team said to me, now you need to get out of this energy. Don't keep going because there's sequels to that. Okay. You get it. You understand it. It's real. You need to come to an understanding and accepting that, okay, yes, why, now why is this? Why, why, why did this happen? Because we decided to, to explore separation. That's, that's the higher understanding of it. Mm -hmm. You know, when we all emanate from source, we decided we wanted to experience separation. What is it like to not be all one, right? So unity consciousness tells us that we're all one. We all hail from the same source prime creator or God or whatever you want to call it. But separation is about seeing all facets of what it is to be not one. I am different from you. I am separate from you. I am separate from them. You know, we wanted to explore that the long story short. So it's a transference from victim mentality of they're doing this to me or others to understanding that we wished to experience this and seeing that I'm not a victim, I'm powerful. I, if I keep my vibration high, then this can be healed and we come together as community. So we're talking about exertion, you know, when you're angry and you want to kill them or you want to imprison them or you want to do whatever to them, these people that do these hor horrible things, we were, we're trying to exert external power on the earth, those are the tools that we've been taught all our lives. And I'm talking about now going within and, and connecting with our own power, which is that of source. And then we come together as a community and we all raise our vibration together. And, and you know, listening to each other's information, listening to each other's channeling, listening to each other, that's great because that's the community element, but we have to discern when we start hearing somebody else's fear, we have to discern and say, okay, I don't really go for that because that's not in my belief system. So I try, I try to stay out of the fear-based teachings of others. I'm not, I'm holding compassion for them and appreciation that they're getting themselves out there and they're speaking their truth. But you know, the key is we've got to decide for ourselves what is true for us. So for example, if you're talking about a vaccination okay and all the things that we're saying in our spiritual circles about what is in those vaccinations my truth is that a i'm not even going to be forced to get one in the first place and i mm -hmm. don't elect to get one mm -hmm. okay but i am not creating in my reality a forced situation 
by my belief system. I don't believe that I will ever be forced to do it. I'm not buying into that fear. The politicians can talk all they want about how, oh, if you want to travel, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do the other thing. Bullshit, right? We're creating what our reality is. So I'm not afraid of that to begin with. But if I ever was put in a situation where I would get a vet, I would transmute it. I would not believe that what I was getting was anything harmful to me. I would say, well, this is just a little bit of hydration, right? And so anyway, most people um, can be, so I'm talking about probably higher level um, understandings about the way we create, you know, we create through thought, word, and deed. So what is the best way to deal with, um, you know, the cabal? I think that's what you're talking about. So let's switch back to that and say, you know, when we're, we're, understanding these truths and what's really happening some horrible things are happening how do we keep our vibration high you know that's where you started and i think it's yeah. a good way to some techniques let's talk about techniques right yeah it's almost like um you know we can all judge others you know those dark group or could be dark politicians you know doesn't necessarily be cabal, but whatever the stuff going on right now, if you guys, you guys know what we're talking about, how can we, you know, instead of condemning other side and then having this vibration of hate and the fight, which is kind of uh, dealing with how can we deal with that? So this is something I want to bring down to more 3D level of everybody, especially those of you who are not um, on the spiritual awakening journey. You guys be studying your intellectual awakening journey by going through truth uh, you know, investigation, which is quite interesting and quite addictive, I understand, because I was there three years ago. But um, we can see you know, all these people's desire, like dark people's desire in our level too. Of course, we don't choose to do all these bad things because we have integrity and they don't, but we have the same desire. All these people, without naming what it is, um, they want to stay young, they wanna, keep living long and they want to have a power and they want to enrich, enrich themselves right we have the same desire but we don't exercise the way they exercise that's the only difference we can see ourselves the same desire we all want to be beautiful we want to live long and we want to have abundant life so we can agree on that at least we can agree on these people have the same innate desire as what we have. What we choose choose to exercise or express our want or need in more of higher level. You know, we're not gonna like step on other people and make other people, you know, suffer. Horrible, yeah, suffer, and then we get what we want. We don't choose that way. So when we see them in, okay, they are same human being, it's hard to see that 
but we see they are same human being. They just chose to act in different way. They chose to deliver their methods in different way. So at least we can have compassion. Like, for example, people who are born into, you know, satanic ritual family or something and the bloodline, um, we can't really condemn these people. Like just because we haven't experienced that life in right now, because you know many of you guys are Christian and uh, many of us are very spiritual, you know. And then, but unless you experience that life, how can you say you're not gonna be programmed? For example, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it, in you know, when I used to work in child protective uh, many moons ago, um, I had an, an excellent mentor um, that took me out into the field to show me how to how to do an investigation. And um, the reason I hold her in such high esteem is because she treated each individual like some of these reports that we'd get to go out investigate some horrendous stuff in there. People, you know, are being accused of doing this or that to their children. Um, and, you know, I'd have to say the predominance of the reports um, had some bullshit in them or at least, uh, you know, some mistruths. Um, so, you know, we had to go into the investigation of very serious allegations mm -hmm. with objectivity. Um, you know, you don't just walk, knock on somebody's door and walk into somebody's household and make an assumption that what's on this piece of paper that they're being accused of is actually what they did. Um, so I always found, anyway, this person, this mentor of mine, what she taught me is you speak to a person in just like they're your family member, you know, treat them the way you want to be treated. And she opened them up in a way that was, um, a tactic that I hope that I adopted and I tried in my service as a child protective investigator. In other words, she looked at people as human beings, not what was on the paper about them. And the reason I bring this up is because what you're saying about um, judging people, we don't know what they're born into. We don't know. So even somebody that perpetrated a heinous act towards a child, I came to understanding that this is what they grew up learning they were victimized as well and 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 they didn't know any better right yeah. and then if you if you treat them like a human being and you talk to them in such a way and help them understand there is another way to be to behave and to get your children to behave and you know that sort of thing if you give them the courtesy and compassion as a human being that they can make another choice there's always that choice um, then they'll listen to you. But if you just come at them with hacks and saws and threats of jail and we're going to take your kids away and all this other stuff, they're going to clam up. They're going to, they're going to hate you. They're going to not, you're not getting the job done, which is to help people do better. Right. Yeah. And so if we hate these people that we see as outside of ourselves, um, first of all, we're not keeping our vibration high. Um, and we're coming from a place of anger, which is a lower vibrational emotion. Um, and, hate too. And, and I don't think that helps is the point. Yeah, the hatred, that doesn't help. It doesn't make anything better. It doesn't raise their vibration. It doesn't raise our vibration. It keeps us stuck 
in, in anger and conflict. But if we go into our internal power and find reverence and compassion and just trust that through community and other people coming together with you in higher consciousness, then as a community and as a society, these things are being taken down and dismantled. There, so recognizing the truth of it is one thing, but staying in that energetic is a whole nother ball of wax. And I think we need to make other decisions about that. And like you said, Erica, you know, just condemning them and seeing the horror of it. You know, if we try to look inside and maybe understand why somebody was groomed to do these horrible things from a very young age as a child. I mean, think about where, where we are as children. We are sponges, right? We're learning what it is to be in this world. Mm -hmm. And so if you put garbage into that sponge, that's what the sponge is going to think is how life is. Yeah. And they're traumatized. They're terribly traumatized. And that causes people to behave badly too. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily mean like, you know, that we're going to give them them a free pass and they can walk all over us. We are not saying that. We're right. saying have understanding where they are coming from. So we have a compassion. So if any of these people or evil spirit or demons, you know, they, they all come from source, right? That prime creator. They want to, you know, go to other light and they want to go through ascension process with us. They are welcome to join us. That's what we are talking about. Yeah. I call that offering a vision, offering a vision of what could be. And so just by being good people ourselves, staying in our sovereignty and our high vibration, other people feel that. And so that's why it's important, not only for ourselves to stay high vibrational and not drop into fear and not drop into hatred, but it helps other people in the collective because they can see us holding the light and they go, you know, they may not know what it is, but they may go, oh, that person seems super happy and really balanced and they're enjoying life. I wonder what they're doing. And so that questioning allows them to pay more attention and raise their vibrations. Well, what is it? What are these tools? So that's why we, in, in a community, the truth, especially the truther community, we're always looking for a better way, right? So how do we stay out of the fear? Yeah. I mean, it's very difficult to stay away from fear after you want to delve yourself into the rabbit hole and going to, you know, find out all this evil stuff is going on. That's why, you know, your guide or my guide said, okay, enough. You know the truth? Stop digging. Stop digging. <laughs> this hole never going to end, right? And then yeah. all these people who are doing truth investigation, you know, they're saving a lot of time or time for us or people who are interested in this kind of subject. So they are doing their own mission for yeah. this mission. And that's amazing. But... um. Once we started vibrating really low, like fear or anger or hatred, it's time to stop after yeah. we know that certain amount. Well, you bring up a very good point, and we've talked about this between ourselves, is that um, I think it's important to say that everybody comes with their own mission, what, they, what their soul decides they want to experience. So in other words... Um, there's many, many different types of ways to serve others as, as a light worker or a star seed. And uh, some people choose 
to be truthers, you know, to, to help the rest of us see what's really going on. And that's their job. And that's why it doesn't bother them to do it. They actually live, you know, they get excited and energized by it. The more truth they can bring, the more they're following their soul's purpose. And that's great. That isn't me. I don't think that's you. And that's why we were told, okay, now that you see it, let it go. <laughs> you know, I personally, I believe that I'm here to help people find their personal power. And so I work on that energetic. Um, and there are people that their, their mission is just to hold the energy, the high vibration for the earth. So these are like your monks um, and the people that, you know, live at home just like you and me, but they're not outwardly um, expressive. They don't get on social media and tell everybody what their opinion is, but they're helping the ascension and high vibration by just holding their energy very high yeah and that yeah so i mean that's their mission and that's their action it doesn't seem like an action to us because they're not actually doing something but they really are actually doing something mm -hmm. by, by going within and holding the high vibration it's affecting all of us and there's there's many other missions so i think you know for the people listening today um you know, Eric and I talked about what what's the best way to keep your vibration high. And that is, you know, figuring out what, like, say you want to participate and you want to help the political scene or, you know, you see that what, what action do you want to take? It, it depends on how you feel about any certain thing when you consider it. So in other words, if you if you're called and you feel drawn to writing a post, you know, maybe that's your action or if you're called to go to a convergence on Washington um, and meet with other like-minded people and voice out loud and you know you you physically want to be there if that's what you're drawn to do. If the thought of that makes you cringe, well that's chances are that's not what your higher self is is asking the action for you. Maybe it's a different action. Yeah. What are your thoughts about that? Well, we live in like an action-oriented planet, right? So to me, I don't believe in fight against anything. Like fighting vibration is very low, and then I don't want to delay our ascension process. We are here to raise vibration. We are not delaying it. So I don't want to be the part of it. That's why I'm thinking you too. Like our guide said that stop looking at the truth <laughs> you know <laughs> but that's now, truth now we can help it to see the truth is happening in real life and that's why we're bringing up this uh, topic this important topic right now because more and more we use that thing what what is going on right now you know yeah. so how can we participate like to me um after I find out my truth, it's not about me preaching other people to say you are wrong and convert my truth. Because right. there are many, many truths. There's many truths. It's not the one truth, many. So whatever you believe in, your truth is correct. My truth is correct, right? That's about the diversity. That's about celebrating our prime creator's will, expression. But how can we act? To me, I do like to send my email to certain political, you know, individuals so they understand as a citizen of this country how I feel about what's going on right now. That's my 
action I can take without feeling, okay, I'm expressing my fight or hate or anything. I'm just showing my voice. Mm-hmm. That's as far as I'm going. Yeah. So what I do is um, I, uh, I have conversations and um, sometimes the, it's a lot of them are private or, or within a small group, but I have conversations on social media when I'm drawn to read something and I feel that it's fear-based. I try to offer the other perspective. I try to offer my vision of how to see the situation without being in fear. And I find that um, I just drop it and I leave it. Okay, I'm not tied to the outcome of what I've just said. So it's a take it or leave it thing. I mean, and that's what life is. When somebody offers their opinion and they put it in a video, and even if they say they're talking to this greater consciousness and they're channeling for you the truth, okay, that's one truth, as you just said, Erica, we all have our truth. So um, attachment to the outcome of whatever we're offering is is a way to stay stuck and in lower vibration. I drop what it is I'm called to say at the time, what I feel inside of me that's banging up against my teeth. I say it and I drop it. And then if somebody, you know, in earnest asks me a question about what I just said, I'd be happy to expound on it. And um, and I, I'm saying nowadays, please feel free to disagree with me because my truth may not be your truth. I'm offering you a vision of what I see. So um, I think not being attached to other people buying into your truth. You said this earlier, and I agree with you 100%. That's, that's a way to keep a higher vibration because that attachment to what other people are doing, that's not staying in your sovereignty. That's not staying in your own energetic field. That's an attachment to what somebody else is doing, and we can never control that. Yeah. And we don't want to, you know. I want, I want to stay in my own, in my own experience and my own ascension. I, I don't want to have to worry or be responsible for somebody else ascending. And I can't anyway. <laughs> We're all going to do it in our own time. We're nobody's Jesus, right? Like people want to find a particular figure, like a spiritual figure, whoever, and hoping this person to save you. Ascension is not about that. Ascension is about we find our light, our divine self within ourselves, and then we'll work on ourselves and ascend. It's not about, okay, hopefully some, some, this figure are going to teach me the truth or something. Yeah, we can do that until the certain point, but we have to wake up and, uh, you know, start having our own power. Right. And, and if you, if we are putting that much emphasis on somebody else's truth, but that, that's a lot of responsibility to put on somebody. They have a long way to fall if they disappoint you. So yeah. say you're going along and listening to them and you're listening to them and you don't miss an episode of whatever they're putting out there. <laughs> you know, you don't miss. You just like, you can't wait for them to put the next one out because you're just vibing with what they're saying. But then all of a sudden what happened when the day comes where they put something out and you're like, that is utter bull. I don't believe any of that, <laughs> Right. And then all of a sudden you start seeing this person as a person and not some, like you said, not your personal Jesus, right? You start to understand that they have their filters too. They have their way of understanding 
the universe and the environment and and what's happening in their lives and they can fall into fear just like you can so yeah. i mean you could think of the highest spiritual leader in the world and they still have that human filter which at times causes them to fall into fear and one of my favorites is wayne dyer you know i don't know if you all know who wayne dyer is but i've read so many of his books and i used to watch his talks and all of these things and um he will say outright, you know, you have to figure out, you have to hear these words and figure out if this feels right to you. I can only tell you, he talked about the times of his humanity when he was in hatred and anger against his father who, who disappeared out of his life before he could even remember and how many years he carried that and how, how much it hurt him and distorted his understanding of himself by hating his father and then the one transitional time in his life he had actually gone found his father's grave i think it was in either new mexico or mexico and um his what he was going to do is go pee on the grave as a final you know screw you dad for jumping out of my life and he had a, a spiritual um understanding at that moment he didn't do it first of all, and he was walking away from the grave and he's still very angry. And then he had this spiritual, um, I'm paraphrasing, but he had this spiritual thing that came to him and said, don't leave, turn around. And he went back and he thought of his father as a human being. And he started thinking about why his father may have left. His father was an alcoholic, by the way, and uh, you know, a gambler. So he wouldn't have been good for the family anyway. But he started having all these realizations as he stood there and then he told his father, I forgive you. And he said, and then I believe he said, I'm sorry that I was so angry with you all my life. Because he started to have this spiritual and, and um, conscious awareness that he was just hurting himself by hating his father. Yeah. He, was just, he was just continuing the dynamic of being a victim. When really his father didn't do anything to him. His father just left. As a matter of fact, he did him a friggin' favor by leaving because if he had stayed with the family with his alcoholism and his gambling, it would have just brought them down even further, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, I think it's all on how we look at things too. Um, I choose to stay out of victim mentality. Even if somebody says something horrendous to me, I'll think to myself, that is where they're at at this moment in time. This is their level of consciousness. There's something going on with them that's hurting them, that's causing them to, to do these things or say these things to me. This isn't about me, their behavior, right? I'm not taking responsibility for anybody else's behavior. I did that a long time and I got very tired and I was hurting myself. Mm -hmm. What yeah, kind of techniques do you use? Huh? Sorry. I was just wondering what kind of techniques you use um, when you come up against people that want to use the hatred and anger. I mean, how do you stay grounded? Um, I use my self-love. Like I learned uh, while I'm going through my own twin flame journey, I learned how to love myself, right? So after that, you know, um, I love myself enough to one questioning if someone is not treating me with respect and then telling them they are not cool. And then three, I don't give a, I don't care about what other people think of me because as long as I'm in peace and I'm happy, 
I mean, why do I care about that? So if they, you know, when I do TikTok, some people leave me nasty comment on me or something, or they visit me in my live. I don't know why they do that. They visit me online in my live and they're telling me what they think of me by joining my life. They're taking all this effort joining my life. So I tell them, you know, like, you don't have to stay here you know, and they, they leave. So I deal with them by standing my power that how much I love myself. And then I, I honestly don't care what other people think because I care, you know, I loved by people of my circle and my friends and that's all I care. It doesn't matter how big it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um, my circles rather small if I'm not if I'm not talking about the people that I speak to online you know that can be a little bit global but um my personal sphere is you know you and I would refer to our own bubble um and as long as I'm keeping I'm working my doing my part to keep those relationships solid and that that includes I mean self-love means that you're not allowing people to tread on you or to, you're not taking personally the things that they might be saying out of their own pain or anger. Um, but, uh, you know, having a conversation about it, I care enough to, that I have these people in my life. If there's something going on, let's talk about it because I'm not feeling good right now that this is happening. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to fight with you. That's not going to make it better. I'm going to, I love myself enough to have the conversation because I've included you in my life. So you're important to me. Yeah, now let's sit, let's sit down and talk. Yeah. Honestly, and let's be respectful. That, that's a, a secret of having good relationship with each other. Instead of faking your emotion or not saying what, what's happened to you, like, hey, let's just talk what just happened right now. Then, you know, people can come to common understanding of or total misunderstanding or whatever it is so you know today's topic you know how can we stand on our own truth and then think our vibration self-love is again the most important stuff we can do which is connecting to Christ consciousness because if we love ourselves enough we're not gonna let any group or any you know figure to do whatever they please to harm us as well right without being a victim we're just going to expressing okay that's not cool yeah and then when we're hearing um while we're in the truth or community or uh, the you know some kind of political arena or medical or whatever it happens to be um you know we can have compassion for people that disagree with us but in a sense we're, we're holding on to our truth until it changes if it changes um or we expand it okay but um we're not giving our power to other people to tell us what our truth is yeah and then just because we have a compassion the understanding of someone who is you know our opposition doesn't mean they get like um i don't know too much about um football the red red card or yellow card like they can get pass of it get out of the jail card it's not that we still because we live in physical reality we still have a responsibility to 
express our no. You cannot step all over us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I just, I just turn it off. You know, if I'm, if I'm listening to something or someone and all of a sudden we start having a convergence of understanding, I say, well, you know, I, with gratitude, I'll say, you know, I've, I've really gained um, personally a lot from listening to this person. And um, now we're at, we've gone as far as we can go. Uh, as far as me listening to their information, um, I've, I've gone as far as I can go with this person. We converge now. We, I don't mean converge, diverge. We, 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 now it's time we've reached a point where I go my own way and they go their own way with gratitude for what I've gotten from them this far. But I think with teachers in our lives, um, people that we really put a lot of emphasis on and look up to, um, it's a natural parting moment when you get to that point where you just, just not sitting well with you anymore, what you're hearing, or, or you recognize maybe pretty quickly that I go into fear every time I listen to this person. Mm. Um, or uh, it just doesn't match with what you believe on a fundamental level. That's okay. I mean, it doesn't mean everything you've ever heard from that person is baloney. It just means that you've gone as far as you can go and now it's time to move on. And, and you'll start to notice synchronicitous events where like all of a sudden someone you, you uh, respect starts talking about somebody, a new person, and you start listening to them. So now you're getting a new piece to your puzzle and, and you're really attracted to that. That's a natural shift from what you originally obtained from this person now you're building on that and now you're attracted to listening to this other person but ultimately we got to go here right we can listen to 50 people in a day and ultimately we got to go here to say what makes sense to me what is truth in my world yeah i mean since i love myself and then i feel other people's vibration you know, if someone, especially in spiritual community, don't have enough high vibration, I can't listen to them, regardless of the content. Maybe it's good, but when I'm exposed to low vibration, it's just, uh, I, I feel it, and I don't feel good, so I can't listen to them, you know? So yeah. that's what I do. It's not that I'm judging the person like, hey, this person is broke, you know, crap, no. That, that person is probably delivering the information to other people who can connect with them, but I just cannot because it's painful for me to listen to that person. That doesn't mean that person is, you know, um, disinformation agent or anything. Like everybody can find out a certain aspect of the truth from everybody, right? Yeah. What was it you were saying? Um... You're, you were talking about Bashar, uh, if anybody's aware of who Bashar is, um, and how he was saying everybody, there's how many billion people on the earth and everybody has their own truth and they're all correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, because depending on what perspective and what your experiences are in life, we all have our own truth that is true to us. I think there's universal truths. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many of there are. I, I I'm not done counting, but, <laughs> um, you know, I can't quantify it, but uh, I'm we're talking about personal truth, is, and that's the whole topic of being in the truth or community and fearlessly standing in your truth, right? So that's what we're talking about. And so if Bashar is onto something and 
everybody has their own truth, which I happen to think is correct. Um, then who am I to tell you that your truth is not right? That's true. You know, yeah. that's why we need to have this neutrality to listen what other is coming from. We don't have to agree on it, but we can at least see something out of other people, including our opponent, right? Like, what's if, if I were in their position, would I act holy and just, just like where I'm right now? Like, I might be for it. We can judge other people, really, you know? So, yeah, I think having, respecting other people's truth and everything um, is more 5D consciousness, like 3D, 4D, we are fighting against each other, who is right, who is truth, that's a lower vibration. Yeah, I agree with you completely. And um, moving towards unity consciousness, you know, my first mentor when I was in my 20s, his name is Bob. Um, one of the things he would help me with as I was learning to be a parent to my first child, yeah. um, and I and I I knew that I knew that my upbringing and how you deal with children was not the way that I wanted to do it, but it was you know it was like a habit for me. Um, it's what I was taught, and so uh, I had a lot of questioning and needed a lot of gentle guidance from him. Um, and one thing he would say to me, and I carry this with me today, is if you don't know what to do, do the loving thing. Mm. And that has been a guiding light in my life um, ever since. I, I only needed to hear it once, you know, and that was one of the universal truths I was talking about. Um, if your mission is to uh, ascend and raise your consciousness that that's one of those universal ones where if you, if you don't know what to do do the loving thing or do nothing but don't uh yeah don't lash out you know don't make decisions when you're angry there's another or one in fear. or in fear or confused yeah sit on it let it percolate let your emotions come down and let your conscious mind kick up a few notches and then and then when they're like this when you can feel feel your internal guidance and connect to your mind when they're in balance then think about making a decision but you know kind of living in a reactive everybody wants everything fast and right now society aren't we <laughs> everybody wants the answers right now and i want it yesterday and i want it in spades and triple triplicate it takes but, uh, time to get the answer. Like it takes time to get even like a dig through this rabbit hole to find out what really is going on in the whole picture. You know, we can't get like instant answer. Hard. I mean, sometimes you know people have those light bulb moments, and and uh, maybe they've connected with their spirit team and they've actually heard the guidance and it made so much sense that they went oh yeah that's true you know yeah. light bulb moment great but you know gen generally speaking I think anything worth having is worth uh, waiting for and so if we're talking about deeper concepts um it's it's really okay to chew on it for a while right yeah and then for those of you who are, you know, new to spiritual awakening and then, you know, coming from Christian background or, you know, Catholic background like me and Sue, 
<laughs> you know, we can always go back to um, forgiveness and the compassion what Christ, you know, was talking about in the Bible. Um, yeah, and uh, as a matter of fact, I'm reading a, a book that was uh, channeled channeled messages from Jesus and uh, and so and I've heard many channelings and um, my understanding is that the reason that uh, many people are tuning in and being able to talk to um, who we know as Jesus is because they're raising their vibration and his vibration was very very high still is it's not like he went anywhere oh, he just so high right? <laughs> so so high right and very connected to source direct connection so um you know he was trying to uh speak to people in those times that their consciousness was not enlightened as his was and like you said you can be you could lose messages in translation or messages that were intended um, could be uh, purposefully not included because it didn't suit a certain agenda. There's all kinds of possibilities of why the messages weren't clear. But, yeah. um, you know, so now that people are vibrating higher and they're able to have these personal conversations mm -hmm. with Jesus, um, he's taught, you know, from many sources, I keep hearing the same thing, which is, um, I was here to help people understand their own power. I was here to help people understand their eternal connection to God. And he didn't call God, God. He called God, I think it was similar to what you say, which is prime creator um, or the all or the one. Okay. Yeah. And um, he, he had always had uh, my understanding through these um, channelings is that he had always had a connection with, spirit in other words he heard his guides along the way um but then you know he had his own awakening which was a, a you know when he got to be around 30 years old after uh his long trek his long two-year journey into other lands and meeting other people and learning other languages and learning other spiritual practices like meditation and um yoga and those kind of things because he was in india and he was in um Turkey and those places but anyway long story short is uh, he had his own spiritual awakening where he remembered and energetically rose to the level where his connection with source was um, clear it was no longer foggy or confused in any way and that's how he was able to see into people's bodies and help them heal because he could see the vibration that was causing the illness and he could talk to them in such a way yeah. but before he had his awakening he had to speak to people in ways that they could understand it right he couldn't yeah. use all this highfalutin language and expect that these people i mean as a matter of fact he had, he had to be very careful because if he spoke in a certain way he'd be thrown in jail for heresy or executed we right? can definitely talk about extraterrestrials. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, if he started talking about that, they would have thrown him in the clink for real. But um, so, you know, we have to understand that uh, with the best intentions, um, messages can be skewed and yep. they can be misinterpreted. And, and I think what you're saying, Erica, is we have to take the loving pieces, the pieces that feel right to us out of whatever text or whatever media we're looking at, whether it's the Bible or it's take those pieces that feel true and feel loving and then and then just kind of 
let go of the restrictions of the rest of it. If any kind of organization, religious or whatever, you know, um, they are created to serve their own agenda. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. So I'm not just talking about the Vatican. I'm talking about everything. So yeah. because if if they are created for serving others, why are they fighting with each other? Which religion is correct and all that kind of stuff, right? Obviously, serving for others for power. You know, uh-huh. so yeah. the Christ, his real no, his um, his higher self name is Sananda. So um, Sananda is everywhere in in the universe. He's every ships, every planet, and he's sharing this uh, Christ consciousness because that's his mission. We have our each mission. His mission is um. Not the teaching, because you don't need to teach extra terrestrials about Christ consciousness. They are highly evolved consciousness, but it's very important to share this information to others because they did the galactic war, you know, fight between dark versus light, which really happened. And then when you guys look at the Star Wars movie, that is not fake. That's an um, analogy of what's happened fight between dark and the light in galactic war, um, fight between Orion and the Pleiades team. Yeah. So when yeah. you look at uh, Christ consciousness, it's very important for him to share his information to other civilizations, other planets, so everybody can live peace and harmony and understanding this, you know, the truth which is, you know, we are all coming from the prime creator and then we are eventually gonna go back to the prime creator. So there's no dark versus light. Right, and, and that's unity consciousness. Um, yeah. But the other thing too, I would suggest is that um, if we can be aware of any kind of victim mentality that we have within ourselves, in other words, that anybody's even capable of doing something to us that we didn't ask for, right? Because we have our soul contract. So we made decisions ahead of time before this life of what we were gonna experience because we learned something from everything, whether we call it dark or light, good or bad, every experience that we encounter, as horrendous as you could think it might be, there is a point to it. And it was agreed to ahead of time. So if we can move out of victim consciousness and saying, this person's doing this to me and move instead into saying, okay, why did this situation happen? What can I learn from it? How can I grow? And how can I be in my own power about it? So for example, if somebody was raped, let's just take that horrendous situation. Um, and I know some I know some people that this has happened to, okay? So, you know, I've had some conversations about this. And um, you have a choice. If you survived it, right, you're still alive. You have a choice after that, which is, am I going to find my own power? Am I going to let this person take my joy in life, my happiness in life, and all these other, for whatever reason, they did the act. Okay, the fact of the matter is I survived it, right? Am I going to be a survivor and live in victim mentality of like, oh, you know, it's so horrible. They're going to stay in that energy of this happened to me, this happened to me, this happened to me, and carry that throughout the rest of their life? 
Or are they going to find their personal power and go look at it and go, hey, I made it through that. I must be a pretty strong person. Now I'm going to find other ways in which I can be powerful in my life and not hang on to that act, that thing that they went through and let it color the whole rest of their lives. Yeah. Now, these are choices we have to make. Mm-hmm. And um, I choose to live in personal power and on. And this is what I'm hoping other people will start to see about themselves you know if you want to identify as a victim as is you know just merely a survivor and that's all you're going to be the rest of your life that's not finding your own power it's finding a moment in your life where you did survive and you were powerful and now it's staying there right we don't want to stay there mm-hmm. from that experience you know what you can do about it so exercising personal power is you know just like me to like you know the uh, literature about what do you think of what's going on right now? That's exercising personal power. Voice, yeah. Voicing what do you think of it uh, to go to the rally. That's another way if you, your heart called to do so, that is exercising the personal power. We can do it every single way, all different ways. Yeah. And just, uh, or just talking with people that and being around people where you find your highest joy. Yeah. That's personal power because you're keeping your vibration high. If you mm-hmm. if you've seen and taken in all that you can stand and your body, your mind, your spirit are telling you, I, I just can't take this anymore. I can't listen to it anymore. I can't going into personal power, maybe writing the letters or sending the emails. But if that's too much coming back into your own personal bubble, being with people that you feel joyful with, that you enjoy taking a day and just doing something, something or nothing that you just want to do, read that book, go shopping, whatever it is, that's staying in your personal power because you're building your joy and you're keeping your vibration high. Mm-hmm. That's very important to exercise that part of vibrational, you know, responsibility. But I can feel some of you guys are saying, oh, that's not taking action. You know, those of you who are especially not awakened spiritually yet. So I can suggest, you know, something you feel good about taking action without causing a fight or hate. You know, anything you feel good about, you know, you can, you can write, you know, email like I do. You know, that's I feel personally it's a peaceful way of stating my opinion because in 3D, you know, if you are not doing anything, that means you might be um, submitting to what's going on and then you are not expressing the universe, okay, this is not cool. So that action is important, like, you know, so you can exercise way to express your opinion as a citizen you know what do you think about what's going on you know absolutely sometimes you you know there are people that are great writers and they don't even know it yet Uh so uh one of the thoughts that just popped in as you were saying that is uh journal write down these are some incredible times that we're in. I mean, I don't think we're ever going to see the likes of this year and what's been happening preamble to it and what's going to happen for the next few years. I don't think we're ever going to see this again in our lifetime, you and me, Erica. And so it's an incredible time to be alive. 
wouldn't it be cool to uh, take some action and journal your your personal experiences and how you feel and, and write it all down and then who knows maybe someday I'd make a great book but even if not by doing that and paying attention to how you're surfing this incredible wave um, can give you tremendous insight into yourself and, and even it would show you over time how you've grown and how you've changed and how your perceptions of things have evolved um, because the, this is an incredible opportunity for us as souls to experience this lifetime and what's happening now. And, you know, so the spiritual community calls it the ascension. Um, the people that uh, are thinking of it more scientifically and analytically are going, this election and um, this situation with the, with the virus um, are unprecedented and we'll probably never see it again okay in the way that it's playing out now that's some really great material for introspection finding your own power and then also uh, writing a great story so i mean there's another action you could take if you well, might you benefit guys, generations simply start sharing on the uh, social media right if those of you who are super younger generation interacting with a long sentence you know <laughs> you can express with twitter or i don't know tiktok or whatever you know yeah for 144 characters on the twitter so you got to keep it concise <laughs> but so, that's the great um, thing about videos right mm -hmm. uh i lost my train of thought i wanted to suggest something or ask something about it but i lost it that's all right i don't know i think yeah well i want to give a, oh i know you wanted to give a suggestion um somebody that you listen to that's that's given the what is he channel ashtar or uh geez i can't remember daniel maybe oh daniel scranton but yeah people you guys can listen to daniel scranton uh 90 actuarian gives a lot of amazing um suggestions they only suggest i want you guys to know how higher beings gonna present their truth they only suggest us any beings gonna tell you what to do we are not the probably higher being right that's right i would agree with that 100 mm -hmm. so for me um i want to suggest to you because you know there's this old saying um I read the books my father read. I think it's in a song or something. And what that means to me is um, if you have somebody in your life that you value how they live their life and what possible wisdom they have to offer, then read the books that they read, right? So uh, I would uh, suggest The Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman. And he talks about mindfulness, meditation, compassion, and acceptance. Um, because we are not victims in this world. We are just having experiences, right? And then the other one I would suggest is um, the Celestine Prophecy by James Redfield. And those you can get real cheap on thrift books, Target, um, all around. They're not, they're not expensive and you can share, you know. So uh, those are two um, ones that I encountered when I was in my early 20s that have kind of changed my life a little bit so if you want to get on the path of peaceful resistance 
to anything in your life, those are, those are some good resources. Yeah, that's a that's a really good ones. And also, you know, I always telling you guys, meditation doesn't, you know, do any kind of manifestation. But meditation is a great way to keep your emotions and your vibrational level in balance. And then, just like a brush brushing your teeth. So this is another thing you can use to keep your you know, vibration stable instead of go up and down because a lot of stuff is going on outside. I agree. Yeah, that and get some sunshine and go for a walk in nature and listen to the sounds of nature because that's, that's your inner self and your higher self talking to you and everything that is, right? Yeah. You get some answers that way. Yeah. So that's uh, what we wanted to talk about this week. And uh, next week, we're going to go into a little more of political stuff because it, it's a hot stuff going on right now. <laughs> so, yes, ma'am. Okay. So I thank you so much for listening, you guys. And then uh, please share, like, subscribe. And then I see you guys. We see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I see you guys on next Friday. Bye.